Hello, I'm Wanda Boker, and this is Save the World Every Day, a podcast dedicated to choices we make every day to address the big problems that feel out of our control, but keep us up late at night. Save the World Every Day is a conversation about what we can do as individuals and as a community to tackle the problems that are most important to us. If you like what you hear, add us to your favorite feed. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. And check out our sister blog by the same name at savetheworldeveryday.com. Ecoplastic Products is a nonprofit group in Delaware, and I think they're a perfect example of the Save the World Everyday perspective. They are literally making furniture out of discarded plastic bags. Their manufacturing project breaks down plastic containers and plastic bags into a resin which they then use to make outdoor furniture. You can find their beautiful benches, tables, and garden boxes, all made with recycled plastic in public parks, playgrounds, outside of schools, grocery stores, and museums. Today, I'm speaking with Stephanie Albertini, who is the marketing director for Ecoplastic Products. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Hi there, how are you? I'm good, and so happy that you're with us today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'd like to start out hearing about how Ecoplastic started. Who came up with the idea and how did you learn how to make furniture out of discarded plastic bags? Sure. So the CEO, Jim Kelly, and the the founder, um, Charlie Folletta, came up with the idea. Folletta was actually curious about um, getting into recycling. So he contacted Jim and they drove to New York and they picked up this densifier machine. And it, it basically just grinds plastic bags. And then they did, they honestly, at that point, they really didn't have any idea what they were doing, but they learned. <laughs> it really just started like that. It was just an idea and it really transformed into something great. Neither one of them had made furniture before? Never. Nope. So oh they, they were like solar and in that type of industry. But um, I think just one day, Charlie had the idea that he wanted to get into recycling. So he did. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I see your furniture in front of schools, museums, even in grocery stores. Yes. Who are your clients and how do they find you? Yeah, we work with a lot of schools and local schools. And, um, you know, we, we actually have a few of our bins and our furniture at Wild Birds Unlimited. So anybody really, I mean, residential schools, businesses, our clientele really just varies. I read on your website that it takes 30,000 plastic bags to make one full-size bench. How do you collect all that discarded plastic? We have, we have a tremendous amount of plastic. It, it's fascinating too for us because there aren't a lot of recycling places in Delaware or even Philadelphia or any local areas that collect plastic bags because it takes too many just to make something small, you know, so 30,000 is a lot for a six foot bench. So we don't really have a lot of competition in that sense. And do community groups get together and pick up bags and donate to you or do you do you solicit how do you get all those bags yeah so we actually um we have bins in different locations throughout delaware and the people will bring the bags or or the other type of plastic and then drop it off in the bins and then we actually have volunteers that drive those bins to us Um, or people can just drop it off at our facility now are you keeping track of how much waste you're ultimately saving from our from our landfills and our oceans do we know yes (laughs) ultimately, yes, we are keeping track of everything and it's a lot. And do do you receive grants to do this? Are you able to be self-sustainable with your sales? We are. um, We have been the past couple months um, self-sustainable. So that's good. Congratulations. Um, It is good to finally get over that hump 
um, that we've been trying to, we've been walking up for a while. Now we are in our 13th week of living with social distancing. Mm-hmm. How has COVID-19 and the pandemic affected your operations? The only way that it has affected us is actually have not been accepting any plastic in the past couple of months. We still make stuff. We still deliver it. We have enough plastic to hold us over for probably the next couple of months. <laughs> but it, honestly, in that sense, I mean, we've been doing great as far as sales. And I'm very actually surprised about that. From what I understand from your website, you operate as a nonprofit. Yes. You contribute and work with a lot of different programs in your communities. Do you want to talk about how you're helping and who you're supporting? And sure. I'm really curious. I, In my mind, every town in the country should want to be doing this. So are you reaching out or are people reaching out to you so you can give guidance maybe to other municipalities on how to start something like this up? What are the costs and what's the training that's needed? Sure. I will go ahead and answer that question first. So our goal is to, if we're not able to have our personal footprint in other communities. We want somebody to do something just like us. Uh, we Eventually, we would like to see this in every community throughout the U.S. Um, so we have, we've had people come here and talk about it. The most recent was just before all of this happened. Um, I want to say February, early March. Um, so he came in and he was actually from Philadelphia. He talked to us about opening you know, similar to what we're doing. We hope that we can inspire people to do the same thing that we're doing throughout the U.S., um, different communities. The Sierra Club we worked with, we, we try to work with different organizations who do the, kind of the same thing that we're doing. The Sierra Club, I know they're into environmental um, health that So um, Habitat for Humanity, they do like similar things. Also, we have donated to Make-A-Wish Foundation um, to this family that really wanted a bench and we just gave them a bench that matched their their decking. So it was just, it's great to see and people love it. It comes together very well. They're, they're gorgeous. Is there anything about your work or what you've been able to do that you, that I haven't asked you about that you would like to to add so people know more about the organization and what you've been able to do? Sure. So I would just tell people to check out our Facebook, Eco Plastic Products of Delaware. We kind of are backtracking a little bit with everything that has happened. You know, we had different news stations out here. We really just climbing that that hill. That was great for us, you know, and I, I, I hope that we can eventually get back on track with donations and um, collecting the plastic, which we will be starting June 18th next Thursday. Uh, definitely check us out. Our website is ecoplasticproductsofdelaware.org. Do you have any other social media? Yep. It's Instagram. We also have an Instagram and that is eco underscore plastics. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining us. I find what you're doing so inspiring and insightful. I mean, it's just amazing what you, what you're doing. It sounds probably a lot easier than it is, but I want to encourage my community to do it. And I hope a lot of people hear this and think, well, we can do this too. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Now that wraps up our program today. Thank you for listening. Again, if you like what you hear, please subscribe. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitchers, and Apple Podcasts. And follow our blog at savetheworldeveryday.com. Stay healthy and safe. Until next time.